speaking very candidly, when when I was you know pitching this idea to the organization here and to a bunch of my buddies in the in the industry, you know, some of who I'm sure will see this video. I mean, they told me flat out that I was crazy. Welcome to Rockstars of Remodeling, a podcast presented by Pro Remodeler Media, where the best and brightest stars in home improvement share actionable insights with like-minded industry standouts like you. I'm your host, Drew Barto. I spent 13 years as a director of marketing for a replacement window and door company in Pittsburgh, where I learned a lot from some of the great minds in the home improvement industry. I aim to bring many of those voices to you on this show to help you gain more leads, close more sales, and boost your bottom line. Let's rock. This episode is being brought to you by Provia. Provia produces professional class entry doors, vinyl replacement windows and siding, manufactured stone, and metal roofing. When you partner with Provia, you get expert installer training, lifetime limited warranties, responsive sales, marketing, and customer service support, and additional tools to help build your business. Visit Provia.com to learn more. Hi, everyone. I'm super excited to have on today's show Southwest Exteriors CEO Ryan Shutt. Southwest Exteriors is based in San Antonio and features replacement windows, doors, siding, and concrete floor coatings among its services. But Ryan isn't here to talk about his products. He's here to share with you a form of marketing that he's using to give his company an edge over its competitors in finding new customers online. Ryan, thanks so much for joining me today. Absolutely, man. Thanks for having me. Before we dive into the marketing strategy that you want to share with us today, can you give us a little bit of background on your experience in the, in the home improvement industry and your history at Southwest Exteriors? Absolutely. So like, like most kids growing up, right, it was either between like first base for the Kansas City Royals or remodeling. So, you know, <laughs> the, the Royals didn't work out. So here I am. So, but no, man. So, um, you know, start off in the industry. Actually, I, I ran large call centers, um, not, not in the industry at all. So 300 seat call center taking, you know, um, calls for everything from televangelists to catalog calls. So it, it was a broader, broad array of calls. And so um, from there, I was recruited by Home Depot. They had, they had acquired a um, small home remodeling company in Kansas City called Jubilee Home Solutions. And so I came in post-acquisition to basically set their call center up. So they were in four markets at the time and I had plans to, to grow very, very rapidly. So I was there for um, a couple months and then they came to me and said, hey, you know, do you want to um, take over our field marketing? So since we were all Home Depot employees, we had the opportunity to actually, you know, be in stores and interface with the homeowners, you know, shoppers in the store and actually generate leads that way. So that was kind of my first introduction into marketing. You know, after the, the big housing bubble bursts and everything kind of collapsed, um, Home Depot got out of the home services space. They've since gotten back in and out of it a few times. And so I was, I was kind of a casualty of that, but really enjoyed the marketing thing. So I actually went to work for an ad agency um, in Kansas City for, for about a year and a half and just really learned direct response marketing. So, you know, I'm not a marketer that's going to come up with a great ad campaign or a great, you know, video or cool print ad. Um, for me, it's all about math and analytics and the science behind marketing. And so yeah. the agency I worked for was a direct response agency. And that's all it was, it was, it was learning the science of, you know, if I'm spending this and I'm getting this, what, what can I tweak and, and, and do to increase, you know, my lead volume. Did that for a couple of years and then was recruited by um, Belden Roofing here in San Antonio. Um, so I moved to San Antonio, was vice president of their Leaf Guard division for marketing. And so we had 14 markets across the U.S. And so great opportunity that those guys gave me. I definitely wasn't ready for that big of a role, but um, stepped into it and did well. So I was there for about, I guess, about four and a half, almost five years. And then I uh, met Scott Barr, who's the owner of Southwest Exteriors. And so we just kind of struck up a friendship, you know, a couple of lunches, a couple of dinners. And then one thing led to another. And he said, hey, we'd love for you to come over and, um, you know, run our marketing for us. And so it was a bit of a, you know, I guess a step down, if you will. So, I mean. Belden at the time was about an $85 million operation. Oh, wow. And, and so in, in Southwest, it was about seven or 8 million. 
And so um, love the opportunity though, love the work-life balance and just the culture of the organization. So, so made that move, you know, was in that seat up until last year, as far as marketing director goes. And so um, our current CEO at the time had a, had a health tragedy kind of, he, he was able to survive that and has made it through, but he's no longer with the organization. So um, kind of a weird set of circumstances, but it allowed me to step in the CEO role. And so I've been doing that since about last year and then officially set down the interim role in January of this year into the CEO role for Southwest. So it's been a, been a journey, man, but I, I'm still heavily involved in the marketing side of things. I mean, that's my, that's my passion. And so, yeah, it's, it's been a fun, fun journey. I love being able to talk about direct response marketing with anybody. So I can't, yes. I'm excited for, I'm excited <laughs> for our conversation, but it's, it's, yeah. it's interesting. We had these conversations about marketing. You've actually cited something that works really well for you that some contractors might not expect, or they might kind of look, look, turn away from they might not uh, think they can do it but it's content marketing yes can you give us a, give us an overview of what content marketing means to you and, and how you use it to generate high quality leads absolutely man so you know it, it's interesting right because obviously being an analytical guy you know the, the content component now really is much more of a kind of a almost more of a touchy feeling I mean, there's, there's a lot of numbers and, and data behind it but you know in the past you know mar content marketing for me was you know hey let's write one or two great articles a month you know, talk about what you're selling, you know, you know, whatever you're selling, mention it as many times as you can. So windows, 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 mention it as many times as possible, where you sell it at San Antonio, San Antonio. Yeah. And that was kind of how you wrote articles. Right. And I think, you know, even now, you know, most companies have their digital agencies, you know, doing, you know, two articles a month, because that's kind of the best practice, you know, by SEO experts, because you want to stay relevant, you know, and then you look at how in the past, I kind of viewed websites, right. And I, th I think a lot of people in our industry still do, which is, you know, the website is simply just a tool to get a user to land on and convert them as quickly as possible into a lead form or a phone call. It's just, you know, that, that was my mentality, you know, going in. And so I'm three years into this journey of understanding what content really is. And so now I view content as both a tool to get people to the website, you know, as far as ranking, you know, very high organically for, for specific search terms. Yeah. And then the unique thing, right, is keeping them on the website and providing them as much information as possible before they actually make their decision. So I think that's, kind of the very unique thing that we do that most people don't. So like when you look at our balance rates and our time spent on site, I mean, those are astronomically higher than what they were in the past. And so, you know, so as opposed to content being written for SEO rankings, you know, now we write content to um, captivate the audience and, you know, address their concerns. And more importantly, that content has to be unbiased and really not about your company. It's just really giving that homeowner some options and what they should and shouldn't buy. And so that's, that's been the big shift for us too, because obviously, you know, in the past it was, hey, you know, we're the best company out there. We're going to solve all your issues. And now it's really providing them, you know, an approach that is very different to that. But we were averaging about 3,000 visitors a website to our website per month before implementing this methodology. And now we average 35,000 visitors to our website a month. So, I mean, it, wow. it's, it's, a, it's a drastic change. I mean, it's not just you know, minimal. I mean, it's, it's been a huge increase in traffic to our website over the last, you know, three years. It seems like content marketing feels like a bit of a long game, right? Right. It, it, you know, it's not, I'm going to put this article up today. I'm going to get, you know, 300 clicks on it right now and sell, you know, 25 jobs. Yeah. So you said you started about three years ago and, and yep. when did you really start to see it pay dividends? Yeah. So, so we, we just entered our third year in April of, of this year of kind of this, you know, heavy content approach. You know, it, honestly, it, it was a solid year and a half, you know, in, into, you know, when we started seeing that movement. And, you know, one component I forgot to mention as well is it content for us is not just written content. It's also video content. Almost every article that we, we, we produce, we're producing a, a video with that as well. that can live on YouTube and also, you know, on our website. 
for my time in the industry, right? It's, you know, I've done canvassing myself. I've done shows and events myself. And so for me, it's, it's pick your heart, right? I mean, yeah. canvassing is hard. <laughs> it's real hard. Very hard. Yeah. You know, shows and events is hard. And, you know, but the nice thing about that is it's that immediate dopamine hit, right? As far as like, hey, I got to lead now. And so while you still need some of those practices is in place. And again, we no longer do shows and events. We no longer do canvassing. And it wasn't right away. We just didn't stop doing those once we started doing content marketing. It was it was a transition of, in time of going, hey, when do we no longer actually need this ancillary lead source? I love that because that's a, that's a good tip, though. Like, hey, don't go cold. If you're not doing content marketing <laughs> today, don't go cold turkey and just stop doing everything else and go to content. But start doing content marketing while you transition away yeah. from some other things that might not be as fruitful uh, as content marketing will be in the future. Absolutely. Um, now, You've mentioned, and I've heard this from a, f- a few sources in the industry, uh, that your content marketing approach is guided by Marcus Sheridan's book, They Ask, You mm-hmm. Answer. What's the premise of this book, and, and how are you modeling your marketing efforts off of this content? Yeah, so the premise of the book, and, and again, I mean, just speaking very candidly, when when I was you know pitching this idea to the organization here and to a bunch of my buddies in the, in the industry, you know, some of who I'm sure will see this video, I mean, they told me flat out that I was crazy. They're like, you know, you cannot be answering homeowners questions on your website. They're never going to convert. But, you know, really what, you know, what the book addresses is, you know, how buyers have changed and the way that homeowners want to buy shop and make decisions about improving their home. If you look at now versus, you know, pre-pandemic and whatnot, people are more price conscious. You know, they want to know all the options available. Um, They're doing more research. They're less patient. And, you know, the the part that is what it is, they're less trusting of salespeople. Yeah. Right. And so, you know, it's really on us as business leaders to go, hey, how, how can we change with the buyer? Right. I mean, we, we can't force the market. I mean, the, the market's going to change and we have to change with it. Today's buyer and the buying, you know, buying process is really built on trust. They ask you answers at its core, really about that. Right. It's this obsession with thinking how the homeowner is going to buy, how they're going to shop. You know, I, I'm a firm believer. And again, I will alienate some of your listeners with this comment. But, um, you know, people don't want to buy from a stranger knocking on the door. Um, they don't want to be interrupted at the farmer's market, you know, asking if they want to buy windows. And again, I know a lot of guys and gals listen to this phone call or this, 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 this podcast still do it and they have great success. And I'm not saying that it doesn't work. I'm just saying that there's going to be a shift at some point in time that I firmly believe. And, um, you know, homeowners aren't going to want to consume that way. And so for me, I want to be where they're going. So you research and you find out what, like what one homeowners are asking on, online and you kind of formulate your content based on those questions that people are at the common questions, right? Is that how, how you approach it? Yeah. You know, when you are searching for, let's say, window replacement in San Antonio, you'll notice down below that is Google will start recommending some other options for you as far as like, hey, you know, how much do windows cost and whatnot. So there's some great tools out there that actually tell you um, what other searches are going in, you know, correlation with some of those bigger key search keyword searches. And so, yeah, so um, we write the articles based on what Google tells us. We also sit down every month with our sales team and ask them, hey, what are you hearing in the home? What are you guys um needing i mean that's you know in our industry so so often marketing and sales are siloed it's just simply marketing going hey we're creating this or we're generating leads this way here's your lead go sell it and so it's a very different approach from us as far as you know partnering with the sales team and going hey what do you guys truly need from us you know in order to generate great quality leads the comment you made uh before i asked that last question about how you might alienate some of my <laughs> my audience with what you're going to say I, yeah. I i do see though there there is a shift in how they buy and how they take in content and what they want from yeah. a a salesman. And I think if you're sitting there, push, 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 and not giving them answers, kind of trying to trick them or giving them gimmicks, I don't know if that's going to work for that that homeowner. 
Yeah. And so, you know, so often in our industry, I mean, man, all my training, you know, the way that I was brought up in, in, in this space was, you know, hey, you, you have to create the fear, you know, for the homeowner as far as, hey, you know, if you don't replace your windows now, this is the tragedy that's going to happen to your home. Or if you don't, you know, update your bathroom now, this is what's going to happen. And so selling on the fear of not purchasing is, for me, it's kind of antiquated. And so for us, by using the ask you answer, it's really calming their fear of the purchasing process. Go online, right? I mean, any anything you do about home remodeling, I mean, there's horror story after horror story and homeowners are ultimately very scared and they don't know where to go. They don't know who to trust. And so that's really our desire is to calm them in their, in their, their process of buying and, and not create more fear, not create more angst as opposed to what we typically see, which is, you know, you, you have to create the need or the fear in order for the homeowner to actually buy. So it, it's been a huge shift for us, not only from a marketing standpoint, but also when we actually go into the home itself and, and look to close those deals. That's a great point. I've always said that there's so many different forms of marketing. Any form of marketing can work. It's all hard. Yeah. What hard do you choose? Cool. So I, I love that you, you brought that up. And so before we go, this has been a great episode already, <laughs> Ryan, there's a lot of great information here. Let's talk about transparency in marketing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I know I've heard from you in the past that you're a proponent of, you know, telling prospects exactly what to expect from your company and maybe even from your competitors uh, when it comes to processes and pricing. How do you do this and, and how's it benefited your business business? And do you ever worry about being too transparent? Oh, absolutely. I mean, being too transparent was the biggest fear out of the gate, right? Is that, hey, you know, because we're unapologetically, we're not the cheapest in the market, and that's okay. Um, and so it's very easy for, you know, the guys that are much more focused on eight windows for $38.95 to sell against us, right? Because you're not getting eight windows for anywhere near that price, you know, from us. And so the transparency was, was a huge fear initially, really, you know, overcoming that fear and leaning into it. So, you know, so often you go to a website and you've got to look for a blog, right? And I think blog is also a very antiquated term as well. So if you go to yeah. our website, you'll, you'll see what we call our learning center. And so just, just a very different approach. And, and it really allows the homeowner to, to navigate through and find anything they want to. And so, yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, the pricing is the, is the biggest, like, you know, untouchable thing we never talk about in our, in our industry, right? Is homeowner calls into the call center, your reps are trained to, you know, sidestep their, their, all, all the judo moves to avoid that question. <laughs> and, um, you know, their only goal is to set the appointment. And so now while we won't necessarily quote price over the phone, you will see. So right after we set an appointment, you know, we'll send out a video to the homeowner, one-to-one video from the actual call center rep. And the very first article that you'll see is what can I expect to pay for my window pricing? And so we're very open about it. And so what we've seen is a higher average sale, higher close rate. And, um, you know, yeah, but it was it was a big hill to overcome from a fear standpoint initially. I mean, it, was, it was very scary. But, you know, it, it's going to that taking that approach of, you know, how do we obsess about what our clients actually want versus what we think they need? Yeah, it, it, it was a lot, but it's definitely benefited us. I mean, it's, it's fun to walk into homeowners homes now and hear stories about how they have our articles printed off, you know, highlighted and questions and whatnot. So, I mean, it, it's, it's definitely working. This transparency you have creates some trust, doesn't it, already with the homeowner? Absolutely. You know, our, our top rated article for Windows is, you know, if you if you search anybody on the, you know, listen to the podcast can search for window replacement San Antonio and you'll see we rank typically in the top four. And our top rated article is the top six window replacement companies in San Antonio. And guess what? We're not one of the six listed. Right. Wow. And so that's our top performing article. And the reason why is I don't have to be right. I'm, they're already on my website. I'm creating trust with them. And we have the most and the best reviews of anybody else in our marketplace. So it's okay. And that, and that, and that is by far our top performing article is, is bringing us the most leads. Wow. That is bold. Don't even include yourself in the list. I lo- Ryan, I love it. I love it. Yeah. Well, Ryan shut everyone CEO of Southwest exteriors in San Antonio. Ryan, thank you for sharing this amazing marketing strategy with us. And, and I, I really appreciate your time today. 
Anytime, Drew. Appreciate you. Thank you for listening to Rockstars of Remodeling. As promised, there were some amazing takeaways that you can use to build a better business for yourself, your employees, and your customers. If you've got an idea for a future episode or a guest I should invite on the show, I'd love to hear from you. And don't forget to follow Rockstars of Remodeling on Spotify or SoundCloud and click the like button on this episode. Until next time, rock on.